ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All Stack No Sizzle. Honest, no BS, look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again with a brand new episode of Podcast Code. On this week's episode, I'm joined by, of course, I gotta say it, a very, very, very special guest. <laughs> you probably know him best from his Instagram and YouTube videos where he, <laughs> man, I'm gonna be honest with you, this is one of my favorite, favorite videos on all the internet we've all seen those houston rapper freestyles so this brother puts his own twist on them and he even imitates different rappers rapping in that houston freestyle style so um welcome to the show this week mr 39 cents it was a pleasure to sit down and talk with this brother real positive dude um real humble guy and this guy has a big following this guy has i want to if I'm not mistaken, it's over 66,000 followers on Instagram, man. has over 100,000 views on his YouTube pages. So me and him sat down. We chopped it up about various topics, you know, how he got started, um, the inspiration for his videos, and many other topics too, man. But before we jump into that, I need everybody out there in podcast land to um, pay attention for a second. I got a friend of mine named Brandy. Uh, she is starting a fundraising cause here in the city of Detroit. Um, she wants to collect a thousand book bags full of school supplies for children here in the city of Detroit. She's holding a back to school event here in Detroit, and she's asking for your help. She needs people that want to, you know, donate their time. If you want to come on out that day, we'll get into the details on when this event is. But if you want to. Uh, volunteer that day, you know, help out with the event. If you have different services that you're willing to donate, um, she's looking for that. And if you want to donate money, uh, looking for that too. Everybody can use money. So uh, I talked to Brandy for a second. You no, know, basically go through you know the the highlights of what's going on, the details, um, information on how you can donate your time, money, and resources. So. I'm going to go ahead and play that little conversation that me and Brandy had. So, everybody, pay attention. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have Brandy on the show. Brandy is a good friend of mine from back in the day, and I found out that she's putting together a fundraiser for the students here in the city of Detroit. And, uh, I thought I would definitely give her an opportunity to come on the show and let everybody know, you know, what the cause is, how you can help, and, uh, all that good stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Brandy to the show. What's up, Brandy? Hey. <laughs> so, um, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk a little bit more about this at a later date. Uh, I just want to get the word out there to people now on what it is that you're, what you're doing and uh, how they can help. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and give people a quick, uh, you know, a quick breakdown of what it is that this event is going to be, what you're trying to do, and, and how they can help. All right, so what I'm trying to do is reach a goal of getting 1,000 book bags donated to the children of the city of Detroit. Um, I want to host an event August 26th on both the east and west side of Detroit so we can get 500 book bags to the students on the east side and 500 book bags to the students on the west side. Um, even if I don't hit the goal, I'm still going to do this event. So whatever we get, we're going to donate to the children, you know, within the city and surrounding areas. 
Okay. Um, so right now I'm just trying to gather everything together. So we're looking for donations and sponsors and volunteers. Okay. Yeah, right. How can people, uh, how can people okay. donate if they want to donate? If they want to donate, they can go to GoFundMe backslash 1000 book bags. They can email me um, at hashtag, and that hashtag is spelled out H-A-S-H-T-A-G, 1000bookbags at gmail.com. Or they can call me at 313-757-1939. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely uh, put that information out there again. So um, you said on the 26th, you're trying to have this event. The 26th of August, yes, the same day as the fight. <laughs> yeah, so all my my fight friends out there, make sure you uh, hit this up before you go to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that to check out the fight. But um, if if people want to actually help out with that event on the 26th, uh, what are you looking for people to do on on that day if they want to, you know, come out there and get their hands dirty? If you want to come out there and get your hands dirty, we're gonna need book bag stuffers. Um, I'm looking for anyone with bounce houses, tables, anyone in the restaurant industry or food supply that can supply chips, juices, hot dogs, beef preferably, uh, buns, condiments, water. A popcorn machine would be great. Anything that they can give to make this back-to-school rally, you know, a success for the kids, that would be greatly appreciated. Okay. So what what made you want to do this event and this fundraiser? Usually me and my kids, when we go school shopping, I buy school supplies by the bulk load. And um, usually I usually get about 100 book bags within a year, and I give them to the schools, whatever school my kid's going through, to or uniforms. Um, and this time, you know, my kids was like, well, let's see if we could do something better. And every time I'm talking to somebody, they always talk about they want to do something. So now at this point, it's like, okay, I got it started, so it's put up or shut up, you know, like do it right. or don't talk about it. Okay. I'll see. So, once again, there's a thousand book bags uh, f- fundraiser going on. Go ahead and hit the f- GoFundMe. I'll definitely uh, throw that information. Matter of fact, why don't you go ahead and tell them what the GoFundMe page is one more time? It is GoFundMe backslash 1000 book bags. Okay. And you're looking for volunteers and people that want to donate their services. You're looking for people that have bounce houses, tables, want to donate water, hot dogs, preferably beef. Uh, school supplies, and basically anything to help out with the event. Correct. I got that right? Yes, you do. Okay, and if they want to contact you, how can they do so? They can hit me at e- – my email is hashtag 1000bookbags at gmail.com, or my number is 313-757-1939. Okay, and this is August 26th. So um, anything else you, need, you want to let the people know? No, just thank you for listening, and I hope you all support giving back to the children in the city of Detroit. All right. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll sit down um, in, in the future before the event, you know, have more of a, a longer conversation about this and, and what else you're up to in the world. Yes, definitely. I look forward to that. All right. So I got you recorded saying that, so uh, <laughs> you're stuck with me now. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, thanks again, ready for being on the show. And uh, everybody, make sure you go ahead and jump on that right away.
Yes, jump on it. All right. Thank you, Brandy, for joining me for, you know, quick moment to uh, basically go through the details of the 1000 backpack uh, fundraiser. Me and Brandy will sit down, you know, a little bit closer towards August 26th, the day of the event. We'll sit down and we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on, give more detail on that event. And, you know, just sit down and talk to Brandy, get to know a little bit about her. She's, uh, <laughs> let's just say she's lived an interesting life. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more, we'll get more into that at a later date. But everybody, make sure you go ahead and jump on that right now. Go check out the GoFundMe. Um, and I'll put all those links and information in the description of this episode and in future episodes, too. So, everybody, let's go ahead and jump on this. You got to take care of the babies of Detroit. So, before we jump into this conversation with my man, 39 Cent, um, let me just go ahead and let you guys know that next week, on next week's episode, um, it's going to be a special episode. It's going to be the ultimate Jay-Z album. I'm welcoming my boy Percy, my boy Ken, and person that's been on the show before, Mr. G Infinite. We all sat down and we broke down the first six albums of Jay-Z's career. And, well, basically Percy and Ken were the ones that were going up against each other. I played the referee this time. I had a lot of fun recording this episode, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you guys are going to enjoy this, too. And it's perfect timing because Jay-Z is dropping the album this Friday. So as you're listening to the new Jay-Z album, you can go back and listen to the ultimate Jay-Z album and, you know, kind of compare where he's started off and where he is now. So make sure you look forward to that episode coming out next week. And also, I want to thank everybody out there that's listened to the Knockouts and Three Counts podcast featuring me, uh, Kyle Collision, uh, my man Fax, a.k.a. <laughs> well, screw it, I'm going to call what I really want to call him. That's Black Kyle. <laughs> and my boy Kev. Um, it, it's, it's, we're in the infancy stages of, of launching that wrestling slash MMA podcast. I'm having a lot of fun working with those fellas. We have something in the works for UFC Fight Week, which will be UFC 213. And that that pay-per-view that I just really don't want to say the name of that's coming up on July 9th. We're going to call it GBF. So you can look forward to that coming up. Really, really soon. And we've got other things in the works, too. Uh, i got a couple fighters locally and uh, nationwide that are have kind of talked about being on the show. We, we're in, we'll say we're in deep negotiations right now. So look forward to all of that uh, coming up really, really soon. Like I said, it's a blast, you know, talking wrestling and MMA with those fellas. So knockouts and three counts, people. Make sure you keep a lookout for those episodes. So, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation with Man 39 Cent. Make sure you follow him on all of his social medias. He'll jump into that right in the beginning and at the end of the show. And I'm also going to throw his social media information in the 
description of this episode. And since we're talking about social media, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at all state no sizzle, one word. Follow me on Twitter at Devin the Six Three. That's D E V I N T H E Six Three. Make sure you follow the Facebook page. Just type in All Stake No Sizzle Podcast in your search bar. It'll pop right up. And you can shoot me an email at asnspodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, while I'm at it, let me throw out the, the knockouts and three counts information, too. You can hit us up at ko3cpod on Twitter. You can hit up ko3cpod at gmail.com and just check out the knockouts and three counts Facebook page. And there's more social media to come for that show as well, so... All that being said, let's get ready to jump into the conversation with my man, 39 Cent. And the intro, that conversation, I'm going to play a little bit of the song June 27 Flow off of his mixtape, Houston Rappers Freestyle Like. Hold up, man. It's slowed up, man. Hold up, man. 39 cents to showed up, man. Yeah. I didn't came down, know my trunk steady beating. In my old school, like the alumni had a meeting. Drop my top blades, chop my subs louder. I got more bars than Willy Wonka in the shower. Man, I got a new watch, Al Max and Crew socks. Make these haters so sick, they think I'm throwing flu shots. Chasing like a missile, straight cleaner than a whistle. You wanna talk down, I bust you up like Mrs. Frizzle. Man, hold up, them boys stay gripping grain. I'm eating on the track like I had lunch up on the train. Gripping wood, I deal with splinters like shredder. Your girl ain't my type, so I wrote that broader letter. Man, what's the deal? About my base like feel, like a steakhouse, man. I'm all about my grill. Wrecking like All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by a very special guest. Um, this brother right here is one of the, one of the guys that I, I'm inspired by this brother right here, man. He's known for making internet videos. You might know him best for his uh, Houston Rappers Be Like videos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. 39 Cent. Welcome to the show, Mr. 39 Cent. What's good with it, brother, man? I appreciate you having me on here, man. I appreciate you hitting me up. Let me get a chance to do this interview with you, man. Much love to you for that, man. I appreciate you doing the show, man. Um, before we, we, we jump into it, man, why don't you go ahead and throw your social media out there, your YouTube channel, um, anything you got yeah. going on, if you want to plug the album, go ahead and uh, take care of all that up, up front, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Man, y'all can check out my videos, my comedy videos, my skits. Y'all can check all that out at 39 Cents on Instagram. Man, I go by 39 Cents on Facebook. You can look me up on there. And on YouTube, I go by 39 Cents underscore TV. So make sure y'all check out all my social medias. And, um, you know, just support your boy, man, and show love, get love. You know, I appreciate everybody for hitting up my page, man. If you don't know about it, just check it out. And um, I just dropped a mixtape called the Houston Rappers Freestyle Light Mixtape. Um, a lot of people enjoyed the videos and everything, so I dropped that. It's on Audio Max, so you can check that out in my Instagram bio as well. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely uh, talk about that in a little bit. But, man, you're killing it right now, man. You got I'm, – I'm looking at the, the numbers, man. You got – 
66,000 Instagram followers, like 17,000 oh, on, on Facebook. You got over 100,000 views on on YouTube, man. You doing it big yeah, right now, bro. I appreciate that, man. I'm just trying to keep everything going. You know, I've been doing the, the Instagram thing since, like, 2013, where we got them. Um, they, they made it where you could do videos. I think it was, like, the summer of 2013. I've been working on it since then. But I ain't really start taking it serious till like 2014, man. When my when my homie Super Dave, I guess he saw something in the videos, um, back when I wasn't getting nothing but like 10 views. I guess he saw something in me, and he put it in me that mm-hmm. that man we could do this comedy thing, and then he saw something in it. So shout out to him. He the reason why I started doing this and started taking it serious. So you had never even really thought about doing it before then. I mean, I used to do video like me and my cousin. Shout out to the real Spark, man. He my first cousin. We've been doing videos since since like junior high, since like seventh grade. So we always messed around with it, but we never took it seriously. I ain't start taking okay. it seriously to Instagram. You know, to Instagram gave us videos. I like, man, this is a more convenient way trying to get trying to get my um craft seen and trying to get exposed, and it just turned out to be good. Okay. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> question I wasn't planning on asking, man, so do you, have you ever put out any of those videos that you were making back in middle school and in high school with your cousin, or are those all locked in the vault somewhere? Man, I still got the videos. I ain't going to post it, though. I ain't going to post it just yet, <laughs> but I still <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep that where it's at right there for right now, but, but man, y'all see it one day. I, I still got it on the external hard drive um, somewhere pushed in the corner in the garage. Ain't nobody going to see that right now. <laughs> All right. Hopefully we, we see that back one on day, that. man. Yeah, we look back on that. We laugh at ourselves because we thought we were doing <laughs> something, but the truth is we weren't. <laughs> we we weren't doing right. that, man, but got to start somewhere. Right. So uh, where are you from, man? I know I know you uh, do a lot of Houston videos, but I know you represent a lot of um, Louisiana, so I'm not exactly sure what part of the country you're from, man. So, so where you from yeah, and where you grow up, man? I'm I'm from born and raised. I'm from Vidalia, Louisiana, and um, pretty uh, much that's why I, that's where it all started at right there. Me and my cousin doing videos. I'm from Vidalia, Louisiana, but the only reason why I ain't used to say I'm from there, it's a small town, man. Like it's a real small town. I ain't want to be pinpointed there. Um, and then I moved to Alexandria. <laughs> now I'm located in Lafayette, but yeah, man, shout out to Vidalia, man. That's my hometown right there, right by Natchez, Mississippi, along the river. Oh, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I got a lot of family down there in Mississippi, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, it be popping down there, though. Oh, yeah, man. I, I got to make it back down there and get some of that good uh, down south cooking, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. What part of Mississippi are you from? Uh, Well, my family's from Quitman, Mississippi. It's not too far from uh, oh. Meridian. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's like on, the, on West Mississippi. No, no, I'm tripping. I'm tripping on East Mississippi. Yeah, I'm from the, yeah it's right there on the border of uh, Alabama. Yeah, on the border of Alabama, because by day where I'm from, it's on the borderline Louisiana and, and Mississippi, so we're on two different sides. That's what's up. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing, like, growing up down there, you still got, like, that New Orleans and kind of, like, the Houston uh, influence down there? Oh, yeah. Well, where I'm from, it's pretty much neutral. Um, it's just some of everything, because, you know, we, we, like, three three hours from New Orleans, so... You know, I'm pretty much more in the central north part of Louisiana where my hometown is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, we get some of everything. All right. So, growing up, man, just, uh, you know, looking at some of the characters that you've done in your videos, man, 
it looks like you tend to lean towards more of the southern rappers, like your, your Wabbies, your Bruce's, uh, Lil' Flip. Oh, yeah. Are you like the people that you, you kind of follow growing up, man? Yeah, yeah. Like, we were very big on, on Houston and Texas music. We were very big on Texas music, just um, the same as we were very big on Louisiana music. Like, Boosie and Webby and all that, we pretty much was on it all, man, like the whole South. And um, the reason why I like to speak on them people more so than others is because I'm more influenced by, I ain't going to say they local rappers. They're not local. They're not local, excuse me. Um, they out there, you know, they, they global and everything. But at the same time, I'm motivated by those who came from the place I came from pretty much in front of the South, man, because, you know, um, like the all the millionaire rappers that came in the game making millions. Um, that's that's what's up and everything, but I'm more influenced by Houston rappers. I'm more influenced by Boots and Webby because I know where they come from. I, I can understand that, but yeah, I, I got to bring, I, I bring this up, man, because I'm to be honest with you, it caught me off guard, but it's one of my favorite videos that you've done, man. You you did a series of videos where you were basically freestyling like your favorite rappers, such as Webby, a little boosty, but you did one with MF Doom. I did not see that one coming, bro. Just being honest. Hold on, you say it's breaking up a little bit. You say the which one? The, the MF Doom video you did. Oh, the MF Doom video. Oh yeah, man. man like, I, like I pretty much um I pretty much touched on a lot of things. Like I know about Boosty, just like I know about MF Doom. But the only reason why I knew about MF Doom because my roommate. Um, from my hometown, we went to college together. My roommate Arthur, he he rapped too, and he more into lyrical rap. So he put me on right. MF Doom when we was back in college. I ain't know what the heck he was listening to. I was <laughs> like, man, this dude's spitting. I was like, who is this? He said MF Doom. I was like, I don't know who MF Doom is. But ever since then, I started doing my own research, and I was like, man, MF Doom, one of the best lyrical rappers to me. Ever since I discovered him. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge MF Doom fan. So when I saw that that freestyle you did of MF Doom, man, I was like mad respect to this brother for knowing knowing uh, a brother like Doom because he's not really that well known, man. Like not a lot of people up on him, man. So I appreciate that video, man. It's one of my personal. Man, it's favorites. all good. Like I, I'm trying to keep everything in, in in one bundle. I try to reach out and do and do multiple things. So I just thought MF Doom would be dope. But when I did it, a lot of people started coming, and I ain't know so much people. Was on him up doing because I just heard of him myself pretty much. Right. You ever you ever thought about branching out doing doing some more artists besides him up doing? You said have I reached out to um or thought about doing other artists? Yeah, other than you know the people that you do already. I did think about it, but I never got around to doing it. It's a lot of artists I wanted to do. Um, I know one of them I did was Ti. I did two chains on um, some of the Atlanta artists, but I, I, right. I need to get on that. I, I thought about it. I never just got around to doing all the other different artists. Okay. Well, let, let's go back a little bit, man. Your, what was your first video that you ever put out? Man, the first video I ever put out, it was actually the same day that that I remember Instagram getting videos. And I want to say the first video I ever did, it was a joke. Talking about pretty much talking about how you go to the hotel, and the hotel always got these white towels for you to use. And uh-huh. so I I used the towel, but you know I did some editing too. I used the towel as soon as I used it, the towel was brown. So then the the, <laughs> the 
the housekeeper was going to come back and pick up the dirty towels. And I was like, man, I got to destroy that towel because I can't let nobody see that. <laughs> man, that was the first video I did. It probably got about 10 views and one comment. Man. And that comment so, was from Super Dave who saw something in me to tell me to keep pushing with these videos. That's what's up, man. So when you when you put out that first video, you said you only got like 10 views from the one comment. And where you are now, you're getting thousands of views pretty much anything you put out. Man, how, how was that process of like, you know, keeping your confidence and continuing doing videos? Well, first of all, I never really did it. At first, I never did it to actually get thousands of views or anything. I did it because it, it's the same thing I love doing. Been doing it since junior high, like I said, me and my cousin. So I, I, I make the videos because I love making them. But as time went okay. on, I kept putting out content, kept putting out content, and my page started growing more and more. Um, shout out to Ratchet People Meet. They used to repost some of my videos and show love. And a lot of other places and a lot of other pages on Instagram used to repost my videos and my followers just kept growing and growing. But at the same time, I feel like my jokes start getting better, my edits start getting better. So it was just able to grow into what it is now. And then um, as soon as that started picking up, that's when people shout out to Paul Wall and Trader Truth. Um, Zero and, and Slim Thug and Lip Flip and all of them. I don't want to miss nobody out. Shout out to all of them. They're all solid. And they used to repost my videos when I started doing the Houston Rappers Be Like. And my page grew from that for the most part. And I got a big fan base out of Texas. So shout out to all of them, man. I love all of them. Love all my followers. I appreciate the support. And that's what helped my page grow. So, so. So when you started off, man, you basically started – basically you started and you still edit all your, your videos yourself? Yeah, I edit all my videos myself. I do all that on my own. But once again, I ain't trying to keep going back to this, but me and my cousin been doing it for a long time. Um, with real cameras, we edit on real programs, on, on real computers, and all that stuff on a higher level than just Instagram with a phone. So I saw Instagram as a more convenient way to get my content out. So – I never had a problem editing my videos. I do all that on my own. Man, that's what's up, man. Cause I, as a person that does a podcast, man, I understand how difficult it can be, man. You take a little time. You want to make sure it's just right, man. And like you said, it's yeah. a little easier doing the Instagram way, man. That's, that's a better way to do it, I guess. Yeah, when I be editing my video, I pretty much be possessed in it. Like some of my, some of my friends be talking <laughs> to me. I don't even be hearing them. I be, I be locked in the editing the video. So well, let me ask. I mean, this is kind of a personal question for me, man. For somebody that started off, like you said, getting ten, video, 10 views, where you are now, um, is there any any advice you can give me or anybody else out there that's putting videos out for doing a podcast? Can you give them any advice on how to reach that next level where you at, man? Man, the only thing I can say is, man, just keep pushing. If if you ain't getting no response. Man, just keep doing your thing and keep working towards it. But um, the biggest advice I can give you, if you're if you are doing it to get views and everything, um, I feel like that ain't a good enough reason to do it. I feel like you should do what you love and do something that you love doing, whether somebody appreciates it or not. That's what you need to work on. All right, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because a lot of people um be in my DMs asking for shout outs and all that, and um. 
you know, I never really asked for many shout outs. I put people pretty much did on their own. So once you find what right. you love to do and you put your you put soul and your heart into it, um, it's gonna make people wanna support you. Alright, that's what's up, man. So what would you say was, was the breakout video for you? As far as stuff that you put out. What was the one that kinda took you from, you know, kind of low level and brought you up to where you are now? What was that first breakout video for you? The first breakout video, I'm trying to think of what it was. Because it was, it was the first video that, that really went viral, and I started seeing it everywhere. I probably have to say um, it was a video that I did when these two people were fighting in a restaurant. And the guy had punched the guy about six, seven times, um, and he was looking <laughs> pretty good. And then right. I, I acted as if a waitress gave me a menu or something, and I was like, man, give me the six piece like he just had, because he ate all that. It must be good. <laughs> okay, I'll take one of them. But yeah, I like that one. Like, I just what? Yeah, I was posting up the song, yeah. but back then I used to use profanity in my videos and everything. And um, I pretty much deleted all the videos I did with profanity in it from, from about 2014 or 15 on back. So I tried to make myself clean now. That was one of the videos that did have profanity in it. And um but it was funny it was so funny to the people that I still reposted. So did that come out before you started doing the Houston rappers videos or was that after? Yeah, that came out before I started doing the Houston rappers videos. But when I started doing them videos, that's the one that really, really, really took off. Okay. So I first yeah, did, like, I didn't I'm sorry. Hold up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, when I first did it, I didn't even expect it to come out to be what it is. I just did it because I thought it was funny, and I just did it to show love to them because that's what I like. But right. I started getting them comments in, and people were like, you should do more, you should do more. So I just kept it going and, and, and kept pushing out the videos. Yeah, because for me, the first time I ever saw you was the Houston Rappers videos, man, because it, it, it's funny. I've I've seen, like, Houston Rappers do freestyles before, and then when I saw you do that video, I'm like, man, like, this brother gets it, man. Like, I'm, that's exactly how these brothers need to be uh, freestyling, man. So I, I yeah. shared it to a whole bunch of my friends and let them know about it. Oh, yeah, man. I pretty much already know how the lingo go with the with the Southern music. And with the Texas music, because my, my older brothers, they used to be jamming it a lot. And I've been listening to it since I was a kid. And me and my friends, we used to just be dying laughing at the freestyle. Like, we'll just listen to some, some of them early 2000s and the 1990 freestyle. We just used to be dying laughing. And um, one of the first people I heard make the music was Lil Flip. Um, my older brother had the Leprechaun CD. It was a double disc. And he had the bonus yeah. freestyle. And the fact that my brother had the CD, uh, that was one of the first ones I listened to when I was younger. Now, since I heard that, that made me go back and listen to some other stuff. I was like, man, you know what? This music's jamming. And I was like, man, I'm going to rock with this. So here's the ironic thing about us doing this interview today. Today is June 27th. And that, that beat that is used on a lot of those freestyles is June 27th. And since you're from down there and you follow it a lot closer than I do, what is the significance of June 27th as far as that song? Like, you know, um, it means a lot to me to, to see a classic song like that be made and for people to show much, show that much love to the song and, um, and much love to DJ Screw 
um for for producing it and um that means a lot but i can't really say um i know as much about it as the people that actually live in houston because you know i'm about my whole time about five hours from houston right but on that day um i always go back and listen to the music and and when i see a lot of my friends that are in houston and everything um it's, it's pretty much a big day it's pretty much like a holiday Man, I, I didn't even know it was that big, man. Uh-huh. Like, I see people on my Instagram right now, I see people posting freestyles and June 27th, this, and all the posts all down my timeline. So, yeah, man, it's pretty big. So, uh, you, you posted a video with, uh, I want to say it's Big Pokey, Little Flip, and I can't, I can't remember what the third guy's name is. Uh, I think it's Shasta or something like big that? Big Shasta. Big Shasta. Yeah, yeah. Was that... Was that sort of like the beginning of the whole Houston freestyle thing with the cup and sitting in the car? I wouldn't say it's the beginning, but I feel like that is one of the most biggest classic um, videos of the June 27th. Because looking down my timeline, I see that's the one everybody posting. And every year around this time, I always see that video circling the Internet. So I feel like that's one of the most classic classic moments of the freestyle right there, especially on the, on the June 27th beat. Okay, and uh, we're going to jump into your your album in a second, but I want to run through a couple of the other uh, freestyles and, and characters that you use in, in your, your videos. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen this one in a while, man, but talk to me about how you came up with the inspiration for Uncle Booty Head. Man, the thing about that is um, growing up in the neighborhoods and stuff and, and how black society is, I feel like everywhere you go, it's going to be that, that character like that. And I had spoke with my with my homie Super Dave. I was telling you about, I was like, man, we need to come up with a character. And um, we decided to make a character based on a, a person like Bootyhead. And don't even ask me where the name came from. We just think of some crazy name that, that sounds like it could be a person in, in a black neighborhood somewhere, in the hood somewhere. So that's how that character came about. But um, I ain't doing it in a while now. I may have to um bring that character back. Yeah, I, I was I was digging through the crates, man. I'm like, man, I forgot about Uncle Booty Head, man. Yeah, that uh, was like one of the um few characters I had made. Another one of the popular videos that you guys the the Grand Theft Auto videos with CJ. Uh, talk to me about that, man. Who who's the guy to play Big Smoke? And uh, what what was the inspiration for you making those videos? On um, the guy playing Big Smoke. That's my cousin that I was telling about. He go by The Real Spark on Instagram, and he go by The Real okay. Spark on YouTube as well. Um, It's duh underscore real underscore spark. And um, that's my first cousin. That's the guy I told you I was doing videos with junior high. And um, and actually, during the same time with junior high, that's when the game came out. So, I mean, we used to play the game day and night. We, You know, just up playing the game or whatever. And now that we got older, we were looking at these stuff like, man, that's a classic. I was like, man, we should bring that back too. And we ain't the first ones to do it. It's millions of people that do the Grand Theft Auto skits, but they do it how they do it. Um, I'm probably right. the first person to see us. Excuse me, I said it wrong. I'm probably, we are probably be the uh, first people to do it the way we did it and the way we had our edits and everything. So we just try to be different with it. Okay. Uh, another person that you do <laughs> very well, man, Lil Webby. 
Talk to me about the, the Webby skits, man. Oh, yeah, man. Like, man, I be dying laughing at Webby interviews, man. I ain't the only one. Everybody thinks them, them Webby interviews are uh, funniest things on the Internet, man. So I just decided to do the character to imitate Webby. But every time I do something, I always read my comments to see what the fans like, to see what my fans don't like. So once I saw that the people love Webby, they always coming to me. Um, they be like, man, do Webby, do Webby. And they're like, we need more Webby videos. So, I mean, I just decided to, to give it a shot. And um, people laughing at it and it turned out good. So that's why I be be doing a Webby video, poking fun with them. But it's all out of love, though. Um, it's all homage and all love toward Webby, man. I, I miss with him. I bought both his albums. Man, he my dog, man. Like, I like his music. So I ain't never doing nothing to poke fun at nobody. I just do it because... I'm showing love at the same time as just making people laugh. Right. So, so who's your favorite uh, rapper to, to imitate? My favorite rapper that I imitated. Yeah. Um, I say my favorite rapper that I imitated was. Um, I ain't gonna. I ain't, I'm not saying this as in. Um, no other rappers are just as good as anything. But my favorite rapper that I imitated was Lil Flip because. Um, like I said, I, I listen to his music a lot coming up, probably more than than a lot of others. Even though all the others made music just as good, so I say it's him because my natural freestyle actually sounds like Lil Flip, and I feel like right. he um he probably influenced he he influenced the freestyling the most out of everyone else. Yeah, I saw you using the the studio with Lil Flip not too long ago, man. What was that like? Man, that was real cool, bro. It's kind of crazy that I get to hang with all the legendary people that I grew up listening to since I was a kid, man, because when I first used to listen to them, it never crossed my mind that I'd be able to meet them, kick it with them, or do a skit with them. That's, that's never been in mind. So even though we're still striving, even though we're trying to um, make it to the next level and, and do what we love doing, it's still crazy that I'm in the same room with this man. Because once again, um, trillionaires that I that I see on TV 24-7 don't really motivate me. It's the people like Lil Flip, it's the people like Paul Wall, it's the people like Lil Boosie, and all of them. Those are the people that motivate me the most, kind of like the underground people, even though they well-known, even though he once was right. mainstream, but I feel like at heart the underground is still um, what's popping. Well, so, what other represents me a lot. What other rap- rappers have you had the chance to meet and uh, work with? Um, I got a chance to meet up and work with Zero. I got a chance to meet up and work with Lil Flip. Um, I got up and I got a chance to meet up with Paul Wall. And um, me and Slim Thug, we were supposed to do some videos a while back, but that never happened. I guess our schedule was conflicting, so they ain't never right. get to happen right there. So shout out to him. Um, I I spoke with Big Crit. But that time never came just yet either. Like, I know he got a lot going working on his album, so hopefully that could come right. into play too. Man, you got to talk to me about Zero, man. Does he really charge you for everything that you do, man? Oh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't be charging for everything, man. But I met up with him one time, and I be doing videos off the vibe I get. Um, so when when we were talking throughout time, he mentioned about how he wants his money. And if you listen to his music, um, you, you know that he about his money. So 
when I meet up with people or if I have a conversation or I do research on someone and I know I'm going to make a joke and imitate them, I always do my research. And when I do my research, I get my own um, my own thoughts of how this person is or what they're about. So from there, I just try to put like a little twist to it and make it funny. But, yeah, I could say he about his money, though. <laughs> as, as you should yeah, be, for everything. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna bring out two more skits, man. Then we're gonna talk about the album, man. Two of my favorite are your videos that you do with white people versus black people. My most favorite one was uh, black people and white people playing dominoes, man. So where did the idea for that skit come up, man? Man, that I, that skit came up. Um, I know how black people play dominoes in the in the hood. Um, I be I be sitting there wondering why must you slap the table? <laughs> it's just funny to me, but but that's just how it go, man. But the crazy part is, I never even saw white people play dominoes. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't either, man. I did not know that either. I don't. I don't know how white people play dominoes. I just did that just to show the complete. I mean, I just did. Let me try to get what I'm trying to say. I did that so. The black people part could be even more wilder and even more funny. Okay, but so, it was a setup. Yeah, it was a setup to show how how we do it. Cause right. how we do it ain't I ain't gonna say it's normal, but <laughs> um, you know, I just tried to make a big gap in between it. Right. Cause if I would have just said and, this, how black people play dominoes, it really ain't got nothing to to go against. All right, and, and the last uh, series of shows that you do that, I haven't seen you do this in a while, man. This might be a throwback, but the Hood Kitchen series, man. What, what happened with that, man? Oh, yeah, with the Hood Kitchen video? Um, Like, I yeah. did that back in – when I was doing that, I did that back in 2014. That was a character that I tried to come up with. I did that in, like, 2014. But uh, that was one of the videos I said I use a lot of profanity Ain't nothing wrong with using profanity. I just stopped doing it um, by personal choice in my videos. So okay. that that was um, back in 2014, and people don't know about it, like talking about it, because I deleted it. I still got one oh, on my computer okay. in my, on my extended hard drive, but I deleted all the stuff I used profanity in. And I brought the character okay. back in, like, 2016, I want to say. So I did a couple of videos and a couple of the jokes that I remember doing from the 2014 verse, but but I, I had stopped doing that character. Um, I probably ain't gonna do that one anymore. But I'm probably thinking about bringing back the booty head, like you said earlier. <laughs> That's what's up. So I kind of bring up another question, man. Um, do do you ever get like negative uh comments on your on your videos or backlash from like stuff like you making fun of somebody? Do you ever get like backlash from that at all? Now, I never really got backlash and negativity on my page, but I did. Uh, I used to um, a while back. But the thing is, the average person likes to respond to negativity. I'm not the person to respond to that. So if you come to my page saying something negative, I'm not going to respond to you. I'm going to respond to the people who wants to see me do good. I'm going to respond to the people that support me. I'm going to respond to the people that wants to see me take things to the next level. So I don't really understand how somebody could get all this love and wants to respond to the negative guy. Like, I just don't understand that purpose. So I pretty much use positive and negative reinforcement on the cool because if you come to me like, man, I love your videos and, and this and that, you're the person I want to talk to. 
Like a lot of people right. be like, man, forget the haters, and I'm gonna make the haters hate. Um, I really don't believe in that. I feel like hate is horrible. So why should I show hate attention? If you already hate what I'm doing and you already hating off me, why would I make you want to hate more? It's only gonna do nothing but get me hurt. So I really I like that. I like yeah, that it's kind of like. Man. Yeah, man, it's kind of like if you see a, a a pit bull barking at you, trying to hop the fence to come bite you, instead of walking away and becoming safe. I don't see why you would just randomly pick up a stick and throw it at it and make it worse. Right. So, I like that, man. With, yeah, so that mindset, um, I really don't respond to negative things. So over time of me being this way, it seems like I don't get negative comments. I'm going to have to use that method myself, man. I like that. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. That's just how I see it on, on, that, on that viewpoint right there. So speaking, I mean, of positive, uh, yeah. man, uh, speaking of positive, man, you got uh, the album's out. You put it out about a month ago, and from what I checked, you got over 23,000 plays on that, man. Congratulations, man. Man, I really appreciate that, man, because, you know, I never really made music. Well, put it this way. Actually, I was a music person before comedy and all this. Like, I've been playing trumpet since, like, um, sixth grade. Um, I've, I've been, I used to want to be, grow up and be a producer, but that just switched really? to comedy. Yeah, I used to um, be a music person. Like, I played piano a little bit. Um, I was in the, the music program. They selected me to be in the music program for my parish. We used to perform on stage and do Christmas concerts and all that. So I was just um, music first. So that's why when I do the skits and everything and, and, and one time I did a skit about being in the band and things like that because I'm familiar with the music as well. Now, on the other hand, I also videograph and do the comedy. So I try to put all that together. Man, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you, man. Um, who Did you do all the production for for this album? Um, No, I didn't do all the productions on my own. Um, Shout out to G. Fred Guillotine out of Monroe, Louisiana. Um, he he made a beat for me, but the, actually the beat he produced for me ain't even make the mixtape. Cause I was supposed to do that song with some with some other people. It just ain't we just ain't get it produced in time. So we're gonna still put okay. that out. But shout out to G Fred Guillotine. He mixed and mastered some of the songs for me. Um, shout out to DJ Holly Grove out of Houston. Um, he did some of the mix and mastering for me. He even screwed and chopped it for me. So you can check that out at Chop Not Slop. The app you download the app. And um, shout out to him for that, and OG Ron C and all of them. And um, for the most part, I didn't even record the mixtape in the studio. I recorded it here in my in my actually in my living room. That's why on the introduction, I said coming to you live from my living room. I had went and bought a microphone. I got a got my computer and my program and my little music box. So I pretty much recorded the mixtape in my in my home right here. Man, that's what's up, man. So. Was it was it harder? Because basically the, the album is based on the same videos that you were doing with the Houston freestyles. These are your own freestyles and off of uh, different beats. So was it harder doing the Instagram videos, the one minute freestyle videos, or was it harder coming up with a whole song in that same style? I would say it was harder coming up um, with the with the song because it's more it's more to it. The Instagram videos 
used to be nothing but 10. I mean, how long was it? 15 seconds. So it was harder uh, to do a um to do a three minute song than a than a one minute or fifteen seconds. So I say it was harder to do in the studio. Plus, on the other end, I never really recorded, so I was pretty much new to it. So I say it was harder to record it, record the full song. Hey, so, so what made you want to make the, the mixtape, man? Actually, I didn't even do it for me. I did it for all my fans that wanted me to make the mixtape. They the reason why I did it. And um, I really care about what my fans think and what the people that support me think because I'm doing it for them. I'm doing what I love, so I have no problem doing it, period. But if I could do what I love and make somebody else happy who wants to who wants to see my content, uh, why not kill two birds with one stone? So yeah, I really so, I've been so doing that means it's a second one coming up. I ain't going to say it's a second one coming out just yet. Thinking about filming my own movie. That may be my next project. Um, because I've been doing the Instagram videos for a while, and I made a post saying um, I'm thinking about shooting my own homemade movie. And I got a lot of good feedback from that. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to see what's next. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, man. It, in the video that you're talking about, you kind of seemed like you was not necessarily upset, or but you was more like kind of like trying to figure out what your next move was. Maybe like you, you felt like you were kind of stuck or something like that, man. You were, so where are you like, behind that now, man? Like the thing is, um, once again, I've been doing this since like 2013, and the reality of it is going to be 2018. That's five years. I don't right. want to be the person that's that's doing these videos just on Instagram. And when 2019 come, I'm still just on Instagram. Right. So I just feel like I need to branch out and um do something different and to show my brand and to show my skill that, yo, there's more to it than this. So I just feel like I need to expose myself. And um if don't nobody reach out to you on no industrial level, I feel like you should just put yourself there. Like, I if, that, if I want to... So you definitely yeah, got to keep growing, man. I definitely understand yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. So if, if I wanted to be an actor and, and shoot a movie, I mean, I could be like, yo, I want to be an actor and, and let me do, go to auditions. You go to the auditions, they're going to tell you what they're looking for. Um, They're going to choose you by who they want. Um, They're they going to put their opinion on what you're doing. And, for example, they may say you suck, but if you shoot your own movie, you are what you feel like you are. Right. So if I feel like I could get the fan base I have now on my own pretty much, I don't see why I can't shoot my own movie and still get the same feedback. That's what's up. Hey, if you if you do that, man, make sure make sure you let me know, man. I, I got a small platform and I'll definitely uh promote too, man. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. We're gonna we're gonna really have to do that. Man. So uh couple couple few questions and we'll go ahead and wrap this up, man. Um, have you have you reached out or have any other uh, YouTube or Instagram celebrities reached out to you about collaborating? Um, you talking about those who do comedy? Yeah, for the most part, like your uh, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, like uh, B dot A dot or um, oh, uh, nah, when, man, it man. To, when it comes to other Instagram comedians and stuff, um. I never really spoke to nobody on talking about doing work or anything. 
But honestly, I really don't look at too many um, Instagram comedians' pages. Um, I only look at a couple of my close friends, like Shamad. Um, shout out to him. My homeboy, Corey with the K. Shout out to him. Um, my homeboy, Rob Casey out of New Orleans. Shout out to him. And um, I, my homeboy, The Real Spark. Man, other than that, I really don't look at other people's videos and other kinds of videos unless one of my friends show it to me. So I, I never really collaborated with um any other Instagram comedians like that. Um, talking about production or anything, so nah, I ain't, I ain't never really talked to too many people about that. But um, okay. if I network, I I'm sorry. Oh no, that's right. And I was gonna say if I network, I'd rather network um with those that's on a step above what I'm doing because I feel like if we both on the same level, if you knew how to get to the next level, you would have did it already. So with that being said, I'd rather just do my own videos and my own movie and everything solo because 99% of my page, you're just going to see me in a video um, by myself playing the characters, whatever the case may be. So I just feel like if others knew how to get, how to, how to make a million dollars, if others knew how to get to the next level, we wouldn't be on the same level right now. So I feel like um, with a little mentoring from people, that's on the next step above me and uh, talking to some elderly people that know, that understand what's going on and understand life because from their experience, um, I speak with them and um, try to put my own sauce to it. And I'm just thinking about doing my own production solo. Ah, that's what's up. Man, let me just say this, man. Like, just uh, interacting with you, you know, getting this interview together and just talking to you, man. Like, you seem like a real humble dude, man. Because, you know, I, like I said, I didn't do it thinking I was going to have my page blown up. I didn't do it thinking I had the opportunity of uh, making something big out of it. I did it because I love doing it. And if you told me um, that I that I hit the ceiling and there was no more growing, I would still do it because I love doing it. That's what's up, man. So when you when you walking around town, man, or you go somewhere, do you ever get recognized by people? Do people come up to you and be like, oh, you 39 cents? Oh, yeah. Someone came to me earlier today. Like I say on the average, um, at least four or five people recognize me when I when I go out to, to the mall or to the store and, uh, and things like that. Um, when I when I went to Houston, one person recognized me on the on the freeway. So I'm I'm, I'm really recognized when I go to Texas. And on my back here in Lafayette, one guy came up to me earlier today, and a guy came up to me Sunday as well. So I say a couple of people recognize me, and a lot of times I um I see people that be looking, or I may hear them say something under their breath to someone, but if they ain't said to me, I just keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> man, so it's got it's got to be kind of a good feeling, man, to have people recognize you, man. Yeah, man, it's a good feeling, man. Just keep me going, and um. You know, it's motivational to see that that people looking and and people appreciate what I'm doing. Because if they didn't That's care, I don't feel like they'll say anything. All right. So uh, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, man. But so you getting recognized by the ladies more now? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Like a lot of people um be watching my videos. Uh, the fellas be saying something um when they see me, and the ladies do as well. So yeah, I, I'll say everything growing on um, for the better. Especially since I grew my beard, um, a lot of a lot of ladies got something to say since I grew the beard. <laughs> I ain't know it was gonna make that big of a difference. 
Man, so wait, so you single, man, or you got a girlfriend? You married or anything like that? Nah, I'm not married. Or I'm single at the moment. Yeah, I've just been chilling, man. I've just been focusing on um this work I've been trying to put in. All right, you hear that, ladies? He's single, man. He's a working man. You need to go ahead and holler at my boy at 39 cents. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my mind on, on – I, I don't like working, man. Like, if I could make this money doing what I love doing, that's what I'm working towards right now. So, man, when I tell you, I, I, I go to work, and then pretty much I just be focused on, man, what I'm going to do next, working on this movie, working on all this stuff. So, man, I'm, I'm single right now. I've just been trying to put the work in. Man, that's what's up. Hey, enjoy that single life, man. Oh yeah, man. That's what my cousin tell me now. <laughs> he he told me he told me if he can go back in time and have the life I got right now, he's saying all he'll do is be focused on on trying to make something pop since 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 the opportunity is there. I, I understand, man. I'm uh mm-hmm. trying to make trying to make this happen too, man. And, uh, like, like you were saying, man, like, you got to reach out to people that are a level above you. And uh, that's what I'm doing right now. And I appreciate you being on the show, man, and, uh, and uh, being on the show and helping me out, you know, get to that next level, brother. Appreciate it. Man, that's no problem at all, bro. I appreciate you having me on here, too. Sure. So before you get out of here, man, you got any last words for the people, man, go ahead and, and plug all your, your social medias and your, and your album. Yeah, man, once again, um, a shout-out to my home right here for having me on the show, uh, doing the interview, man. That's much love right there for him reaching out to me, hitting me out. Excuse me, hitting me up. And um, I appreciate everybody for following me on Instagram. Once again, that's 39 cents on Instagram, um, 39 cents underscore TV on YouTube, and I go by 39 cents on Facebook. So make sure y'all subscribe to my pages. Make sure y'all hit me up, tell me what you like or don't like about it so I could use your advice and, and, and try to make my craft better. And as well, you can check out the mixtape called Houston Rappers Be Like. It's a mixtape. It's on Audio Mac. The link is in my Instagram bio. So yeah, make sure y'all check it out, man. And once again, I appreciate you having me on the show. Shout out to Super Dave. Shout out to my to my girl, Felicia. Shout out to my cousin, James. Um, he go by the real spark. Um, shout out to my homeboy, Shamar. Um, shout out to, to Everybody that been supporting me, man. Shout out to TJ and all my friends, all everybody that helped me get to where I'm at. All my followers, all Texas, Louisiana. I appreciate everyone, man. All right, man. Once again, man, thank you for doing the show, man. And man, honestly, this is like a treat for me. This is this is fun for me, man. Getting to you know talk to you on the show, man, and have you on, and you know getting to find out the the behind the scenes on on these videos that you do. I really appreciate the work that you do, brother. Keep on doing doing good work man and uh just know you got somebody you got a fan out here and you're inspiring me man so you know keep up the good work man already homie i really appreciate you i want to thank my guest mr 39 cent i really enjoyed uh sitting down chopping it up with the brother man really positive dude uh real humble and gave some really good advice to me man and Everybody in the pod squad, I hope y'all listen to this episode, man, because uh, his brother's out here, you know, he, he's got thousands of followers, man, and he, I mean, he's still pretty much the same guy he was before, man, so he broke down the formula for you, I hope y'all paid attention, so thank you once again, Mr. 39 Cent, for, for joining me on the show, make sure you check out all his social media, 
Uh, like I said, I will throw that in the description so that you can follow him on YouTube and Instagram and on um, Facebook as well. And while you're out there, you know, checking out his social media, why don't you go ahead and check out my social media? You can do so at Devin the Six Three on Twitter. That's D E V I N T H E Six Three. You can hit me up on Instagram at All Steak No Sizzle, one word. Uh, make sure you check out the Facebook page, All Steak No Sizzle Podcast. Just type that into your search bar and it'll pop right up. And if you want to email the show, you can do so at asnspodcast at gmail.com. And while you're doing that, make sure you like, subscribe, and share the show on whatever platform you're listening to the show, whether that's on iTunes, whether that's on Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. I will... I will put the link for those platforms in the description so that, you know, if you're, you're a person that likes to use iTunes to listen to your podcast, you can go right to it. So I'll make that convenient for you. And while we're out here throwing out social media, make sure you go check out my girl Brandy's GoFundMe for the hashtag 1000 book bag fundraiser. It's a, it's a really good cause, y'all. Um, Getting backpacks for school children here in the city of Detroit and school supplies so they can have them on their first day of school uh, this next coming school year. Make sure if you want to uh, donate, go to GoFundMe.com backslash 1000 book bags. And if you want to volunteer your services or your time, you can hit Brandy up at hashtag 100bookbags at gmail.com. Now, hashtag is spelled out, so that's H-A-S-H-T-A-G, 1000-B-O-O-K-B-A-G-S, at gmail.com. Or you can give her a call at 313-757-1939. That's 313-757-1939. Hit her up if you want to donate your time or if you want to donate your services. And if you can't do that, if you want to just donate some money, you can do so on the GoFundMe page. Like I said, the link will be in the description. All this information will be in the description. So go ahead, people. Just go ahead and reach out and help out. And let's help the babies of the city of Detroit. All right, let's go ahead and get ready to get up out of here. And make sure you remember to listen to next week's episode, the Ultimate Jay-Z album featuring G-Infinite, my man Percy and Ken, the slanderer. You heard him on a previous episode. So with all that being said, people, thank you all for listening. And let's go ahead and end the show with uh, another track off of my man's 39 Cents mixtape, Houston Rappers Freestyle. Like, Let's end the show with a little bit of can't stand the rain flow until next time peace man what's the deal up early for a big day straight on the track i'm about to take off like a sick day getting on my grind work hard and continue eating I stay on chrome like my Google account freezing. Man, hold up, my trunk hopping like a cricket. I keep it low key like a janitorial midget. Trying to move around, but you know it stay packed, no slack. Summer around again, I call it Maybach. Man, what's the deal? Chicken on the grill. 
You can have my clothes when I die, that's a good will. Humble money earner, always been concerner. Man, hold up, I wish you would like Timmy Turner. Man, we off the chain like I got a broke bite. I stay coming down like I'm on the prices right. Yo, that's a tight deal, working at night meals. Thank God, cause I never would've made it like Mike Will. Hair in is curly, graduated Berkeley. I be going ham like Subway out of Turkey. Them boys sleeping on me, wake them up, they acting grumpy. Got so many state of minds, it's like I'm thinking about my country. Paint them left the wet spot, gamble you bet not. High off of luck, them boys think I hit the jackpot. My memo mold, warrior peach and toad. Them boys hit the scene, got more wood grain to load. Forget that small talk, man. We trying to do it big, though. I got more subs and a missing teacher up in quiz nose. It's all good. Chilling in my good spot. It's almost nighttime. It's like should the cop the wristwatch. I must be by my fitness, cause them boys say I snap. Man, I'm on the track like John Henry running laps. Them boys got hard cry.